Here's Dan Schulman, President and Chief Executive Officer at PayPal, on the discussion Prioritizing Small Business in Economic Recovery, sponsored by PayPal. This idea of how can we help our small business customers really rethink their entire strategy for how do they continue going forward when the world has shifted more and more towards digital is something that we're, I think, uniquely able to go and do. Listen to the entire discussion on WTOP.com. Search PayPal. Politics, power, and the people. From Washington, D.C., this is The Week on the Hill. It's a framework that will create millions of jobs, grow the economy, invest in our nation and our people. It's fiscally responsible. It's fully paid for. President Biden touting his new $1.75 trillion social spending plan, which is half the cost of the original proposal. I'm WTOP's Mitchell Miller, and the president is now on the world stage in Europe. He had hoped to be able to point to a major legislative victory in Congress upon his arrival, but that didn't happen, despite a personal visit to Capitol Hill and a push by House Speaker Nancy Pelosi to get a vote on the bipartisan infrastructure bill following the release of the framework for the bill back better plan. We spent hours and hours and hours over months and months working on this. No one got everything they wanted, including me. But that's what compromise is. That's consensus. And that's what I ran on. Congressional Democrats will need to do more compromising to get to votes on the two spending plans now totaling close to $3 trillion. Speaker Pelosi had hoped the president's meeting with the House Democratic Caucus, along with whipping for the bill, would finally get progressives to go along with what moderates have been calling for since August, approval of the $1 trillion bipartisan infrastructure bill, which includes funding for roads, bridges, broadband, and water system improvements. This is professional. Let's do it in a timely fashion. Let's not just keep having postponements and and leaving any doubt as to when this will happen. But with progressives balking at a vote out of concern, they'll lose leverage on the broader measure. Another deadline slipped, and it's still unclear when a vote on the bipartisan bill will happen. Virginia Senator Mark Warner is among those who had hoped for a House vote. Among the reasons, fellow Democrat Terry McAuliffe had called on Congress to get it passed before Tuesday's election in his tight race for governor against Republican Glenn Youngkin. McAuliffe felt it would be a good victory for President Biden and, in turn, help his own political political fortunes. Senator Warner. I scratch my head about why can't we give the president a win, the people of Virginia a win, the country a win, and get that bill to the president's desk. I do think Terry's going to be okay uh, regardless of that because he is recognized we've got to do more to get Democrats, independents, and those who fear a return of Trumpism to the polls. And I think those early vote numbers have clicked up in his favor. But I think, again, it is a huge missed opportunity. While moderates are upset that the House still hasn't approved the infrastructure bill, the chair of the Progressive Caucus, Pramila Jayapal, maintains she's been consistent in telling the Democratic leadership they wouldn't support it until getting the broader plan turned into a bill ready for a vote to go in tandem. Many progressives also don't trust moderate Senators Joe Manchin and Kirsten Sinema and want them to give a clear indication they'll vote for the social spending plan before progressives commit to a vote on the infrastructure bill. So where are Republicans in connection with all this? 
on the sidelines, watching Democrats struggle to reach an agreement while also blasting them for wasteful spending and contributing to rising inflation. Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell joked to reporters when GOP leaders spoke after their weekly luncheon. Well, we're a little bit surprised you're even here today because we know all the news is being made on the other side as they wrestle with how they're going to put together this reckless tax and spending bill. It's important to note that the American people are mostly fixated on inflation. We have the raging inflation, as bad, some would argue, as back in the late 70s, early 80s. Gas prices are over $3 a gallon in every state in the union. There's no relief in sight. The message is one that Republicans have been hammering home repeatedly and is a preview of campaign messaging for the midterms. More immediately, while New Jersey has a governor's race Tuesday, all eyes will be on Virginia in the coming days, where polls show Terry McAuliffe and Glenn Youngkin are in a very close race. The result of that race could also have an impact on congressional Democrats. Some are concerned that their party has let the struggles over the president's domestic agenda drag on for too long, and that could hurt them politically. In another political development, Illinois Republican Congressman Adam Kinzinger has announced he won't seek re-election next year. Kinzinger is one of two GOP lawmakers on the January 6th Select Committee investigating the attack on the Capitol and one of only 10 Republicans to vote for impeachment of former President Trump after the insurrection. He released a video making his announcement. I stand in awe at the courage of the other nine members in the House who voted to impeach a president of their own party knowing it could be detrimental to their political career. Another Republican who voted for impeachment, Ohio's Anthony Gonzalez, also recently announced he won't seek re-election. Overall, a dozen House members have decided not to seek re-election to Congress, including eight Democrats. On the Senate side, five Republicans are retiring. But plenty of lawmakers will be running for re-election in the 2022 midterms, and they'll be keeping a close eye on what may be ahead, looking for trends in Virginia's race for governor on Tuesday. Tuesday. I'm WTOP's Mitchell Miller, and this is The Week on the Hill. To be your best every day, you need proven quality sleep every night. Science proves your best sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. And that's where the sleep number bed comes in. And let me tell you, ever since I've had it, my sleep IQ score is just going higher and higher and And did you know 8 out of 10 couples say that one of them sleeps too hot or too cold? Science tells us regulating your sleep temperature leads to higher quality sleep. For many couples, temperature struggles are a real challenge. So here are some tips to help you both sleep just right. Look for beds designed with temperature benefits such as the new Sleep Number Climate 360 Smart Bed that actively warms and cools each side so you both sleep blissfully comfortable. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed. Plus, special financing for a limited time. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com slash podcast one. Sleep Number, the official sleep and wellness partner of the National Football League. Subject to credit approval, minimum monthly payments required. See sleepnumber.com for details.